This is News Talk. Well, the main photograph on the Irish Times is of people at the IC2 rally outside the Russian embassy in Dublin yesterday. Pretty significant crowd outside the Russian embassy there. Uh, obviously, yesterday we heard the Ukrainian president calling for worldwide protests to be held to mark one month since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The main story on the Irish Times, Western leaders declaring they would work together to close loopholes to stop Russia evading economic sanctions and undercut its ability to wage war. And this is after a whole host of summits in Brussels to try and rally those international efforts and I suppose support Ukraine in further ways. The Irish Examiner, similar story, Western leaders unite to punish Putin. Difficult political discussions on fresh sanctions aimed at crippling Russia went on late into the night but Europe and the US are united in their determination to punish Russian President Vladimir Putin. The Irish Daily Star has an interesting story. Spy TV swarm of suspicious SD cards sent to RTE offices and the Star says that fears are growing of a cyber threat to RTE after memory cards were posted to the broadcaster amid recent warnings about the threat of Russian-linked hackers targeting state infrastructure. Uh, some of the other papers have this story too. Apparently Currently, packages sent to every RTE news office in the country there. Uh, so there are fears of a cyber threat. The Irish Sun, Joe, will hit back. Mad Vlad faces a response in kind. If he dares make a chemical weapon strike on Ukraine, Joe Biden has warned. The Irish Daily Mirror has the really shocking story. Ukraine refugees, victims of theft. A distraught couple who fled Ukraine have had almost all of their belongings stolen from their car in Ireland. This is Anas and Olina took whatever possessions they could as they escaped Kiev. They had a 15 day journey to make it to Ireland. They arrived in Dublin and had been staying at a travel lodge. Uh, and she said it was obvious we are refugees this is all we have and someone decided to break in now I know that the couple do want to say that apart from this their experience in Ireland has been very good and people have been very welcoming but you know you flee a war and then you have your stuff robbed from a car it's just a horrifying story that's on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror the Irish Independent uh, doesn't go with Ukraine as its main story. It is on the front page. 400,000 Ukrainians transported to Russia by force is the story there. But the main story in the Irish Independent is about the isolation period for COVID-19. And it says that people who get COVID-19 may have their isolation period reduced under plans being considered by the government. And it seems like the reason for this is that so many offices around the country have just been decimated by COVID, particularly in the last week. The amount of people I know who have COVID-19, they're not in the office. Some are working from home, but they're not physically in the office and it's being uh, replicated right around the country. Obviously, government concerned about this because it's very difficult to run a business if a load of your staff are out of the office. So the Indo says that there are serious concerns about the impact of the seven-day isolation period on public and private workforces. Uh, So they're going to look at maybe cutting the isolation period to allow employees to return to work sooner after infection. It was... Was it 10 days or two weeks? It's down to seven days now. Don't know what you could reduce it to, maybe five days or something like that. There's going to be a new group set up to replace Neffet, uh, and I'm sure they will look at that. The Irish Daily Mail on its front page goes with a big uh, crisis for passports, passport chaos for families. Families are having to forego holidays 
and are losing hundreds of euro due to massive delays in processing passport applications. The system is in chaos, apparently. Simon Coveney saying that the number of applications now being received each month for people looking for their passports is, quote, off the charts. Uh, So it's taking a while for a first-time passport to be issued. Seven weeks Um, And, you know, some people have this experience. Others have the experience, like me, where I ordered it on a Friday and it arrived in the post Monday morning. Then for other people, it's taking weeks and weeks and weeks to get their passport. Just be aware, if you're booking your holidays, make sure your passport is in order or is going to be in order by the time you go away because you can obviously lose a lot of money. uh, So you need to have your ducks in a row, as it were. The Irish Examiner is an interesting piece this morning and it's one of those dilemmas where if you lose a wallet or you lose money, would you expect to get it back? Just 36% of people think that if they lost a wallet, they would get it back from someone who found it, I don't know, on the street or in a shop or something like that. This is according to research carried out by the CSO on who and what Irish people trust. Now, 96% of people would expect to get their wallet back if it was found by a neighbour. Very trusting of their neighbours there. And 90% said they'd expect to get it back if it was found by a Garda. Two in three living in rural areas said they would be very comfortable asking a neighbour to keep a set of keys to their house. Uh, And that is compared with those who live in towns, 52%. So in rural areas, people more trusting. I don't know. I think if I lost my wallet, I probably would not expect to get it back. You do all your prayers to St. Anthony and all that stuff. But uh, one in three there, 36%, thinking a stranger would give it back to them. Obviously, if you lost your wallet, but you had a card in it or something with your name on it, uh, one in three think you would get it back. I'm not so sure. The Irish Independent says Sinn Féin has been criticised over its plans to introduce legislation to tackle anonymous trolls on social media. So Sinn Féin, I'm sure you've heard about this, has proposed legislation that would force tech giants to reveal the identity of anonymous account holders who abuse and defame people online. And lots of people would agree with that because of the abuse that goes on on social media. However, Fine Gael is now saying, this is according to Fine Gael TD Neil Richmond, that it's ironic that Sinn Féin is the one seeking to crack down on online abuse, given the activity of some of the party's supporters on Twitter and Facebook. Neil Richmond says this is an extremely welcome and indeed interesting development. The issue has much merit. However, the fact it's coming from Sinn Féin is utterly ironic. Others might say, well, does it matter who it comes from as long as you bring in the laws? If you're looking forward to slain, well, Henry Mount Charles says that he's booked a world-class act for Slane next year. This is in the Star this morning. He says a deal has been done, but he won't say who is going to play Slane next year. The rumour mill is that it's Coldplay. They've never played Slane or ACDC, so that's who they're expecting. And both would easily sell out, they reckon, Slane and sell out 80,000 tickets. So it's all up in the air. We don't know who they've booked, but apparently he has booked a world-class act to play Slane. Uh, Coldplay certainly be interesting. Still a lot of support, a lot of fans for Coldplay in Ireland. Final story for you comes from the Mirror this morning and it turns out that men are actually very, very unromantic when it comes to proposing. More than a quarter of men do so during dinner at home. One in five women have been proposed to while watching television and one in ten men have blurted out, will you marry me while in the pub 
with a load of friends. But a third of young adults feel the proposal setting is as important as the big day itself. Uh, And a lot of people want to get engaged in Santorini, Barbados, Crete, Mauritius or Antigua at sunset there. One of my friends got engaged watching X Factor having Chinese one Saturday night and they're wildly happy and married so I don't know does it matter where you get engaged or not the main thing is how the marriage itself goes on 106 to 108 FM and newstalk.com this this is newstalk